This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. All right, now. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about your emoji usage. Do you use emojis? Uh, I just use the ones that pop up. I'm such a lazy emoji dude. You know, like uh, if you type in love, they'll give you like a little heart with an arrow through it. Or I'm not very original. I just right. want to get in. I want to get out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm just happy you're texting. I remember that battle. It took years. It did. It took years and years and years right. of therapy. Yeah. yeah. So good job. Uh, change is possible. Uh, a year from now, your emoji game is going to be strong. I can feel it. Uh. Don't I have to subscribe to some emoji? No. Oh, I don't. You can, but why would you when you can get it for free? Where do I go? Um, I don't know. Then you have the, emo- people the have emoji, different- the emoji lobby, emoji depot, emoji depot, <laughs> uh, family emoji. I don't know. Emoji dollar. Yeah. Uh, uh, emoji tree. I was gonna uh, say emoji tree. Um, so anyway, I don't feel like I'm missing out if I'm not using emojis, but that's probably due to my, I'm such a wordsmith. I really don't need to make up for a lack of content with a, with a emoji. All right, dude, whatever. Um, now I, I have people in my life that are emoji heavy. Really? And I have people that are not, they don't use emojis ever. So then when they do, you, you it's get... like special. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I see what you're saying. Right. Um, you grace me with your emoji. Right. Like usually I'm like, <laughs> they've had a few drinks. Yeah, right, right. They're whipping out the emoji. I forget they're there until I type in like love or something. And then they just pop up. I'm like, oh, well, that's handy. Yeah. She'll think I'm really in love if I add an emoji. It's true because it's like brownie points. I agree. They provide a feel for the messages, dude. Yes. Yeah. Um, Adobe just released the results of a big study that they did on emojis, and it includes lists of the emojis that make people more and less likable. Oh, um, and you don't even know it. You don't when even know you're flirting being... or dating. All right. The three that make you the most likable are the face blowing a kiss, the smiling face with hearts around it. You know. Mm-hmm. And the smiling face with heart eyes. The three that make you least likable, and this is when applying to flirting or dating, are the pile of poo. I was going to say poop. The yellow angry face. Yep. And the eggplant. Guys, really? What's the eggplant do? I mean, like that. Oh, no. Uh, let's shut the mics off. Hang on. We'll be right back. I'm gonna, she's going to tell me something <laughs> dirty. ladies and gentlemen it's a it's a dick (laughs) i didn't know that i know now i'm like i the reason i paused is because i didn't know if i wanted to tell you oh because now i'm going to be getting eggplant emojis hey 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 christy christy Come home early, eggplant, eggplant, eggplant. <laughs> yeah. That's why I was like, God, do I tell him? <laughs> Poor Christy. Uh, she's like, she's like, Quick Trip ain't got eggplant. What? What? Are, I don't even know how to cook eggplant. She won't even. She won't know either. <laughs> like, ooh. 
Oh, no. I go to a farmer's market, get some eggplant, yeah. make, make Johnny some lunch. Uh, using emojis is generally a good thing with, with flirting. More than half of adults 40 and younger say they'd be more likely to go on a second or third date with someone if they use emojis. Oh, okay. Among Gen Z, 38% say they would not pursue a serious or long-term relationship with someone who doesn't use emojis. <laughs> I, uh, I weep for the children. Uh, that is so weird. It isn't all flirting, though. 32% of young adults say someone they were dating used an emoji to end a relationship with them. Wow. Oh, that's the that's the coward's way out, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. All right. They just put an airplane. You put the <laughs> the eggplant and, and then I, the bye-bye. That's a guy's way. <laughs> Dick out. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. That's really funny. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, half of emoji users are more likely to respond if a message contains an emoji. 73% of emoji users think people who use emojis uh, are friendlier, funnier, and cooler than dude, those who don't. You know who's a big emoji user? And I could pull his text up right now. Dan the Mortgage Man. Oh, yeah. Huge emoji buff. Let me see. Which I love it. He doesn't send me an eggplant. <laughs> Wait, let me check. <laughs> Yeah, like when I was in Ireland, he sent me a four-leaf clover yes, and the Ireland yes. flag and he's, then beers. He's great. And uh, now that I think about it, this is really weird, the psychology of emojis, because I never thought about it. But it's like uh, it does warm you up to a person. Right. Uh, and it's like, oh, that guy's happy. He's using emoji. Because Dan's always in a great mood. Right. So I always... Uh, where is this thing? Uh, 61% of emoji users are more comfortable expressing their emotions through emojis than through plain text. Oh, okay. While 50% claim they're more comfortable using emojis than ex- expressing emotion in person. Yep. Sure. Yeah. Totally. It does make it more comfortable. Dude. Dude. Just one. Yeah. Yeah. Dance a bit. Look, look at this here. Look at that. It's a series oh, yeah. of emojis. Yeah. He sent me. He paints a picture. He paints a picture. There's uh, a little golf flag. A golfer and two bear mugs. Right. And man, like, I hope, oh, I hope I didn't do anything. I, I regret that day. <laughs> Look for the eggplant. <laughs> no eggplant. <laughs> we, are, we are in a, a non-eggplant relationship. Now, me and my special lady friend use a lot of emojis. A lot. So I see how the flirting works. But see, there's no eggplant in our it, conversation. Isn't it, isn't it a, a like a journey to find really interesting emojis, though, to send? Or, or, do you, or are you comfortable sending the same old emojis over and over? Some and of them are, like, the kissy face is right. a regular. But, like, the standard thumbs up, you know, a lot oh, of people Oh, thumbs just, up, people don't like. Really? It's viewed as passive aggressive. What? I know. You're, all your... <laughs> it's the equivalent of, of typing okay. Which... <laughs> Is also seen as passive aggressive. Well, 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 you can't have it both ways. You either want an emoji and you ha- you deal with you it. You can pick any emoji but the thumbs up. Really? Yeah. Well, how is it passive you aggressive? Can, I don't know. It's just viewed that way. Uh, I have the same opinions on it you do. Wow. I just know how others view it. That, so see, I try and it's to a, not and use it's, it. it's a big swollen thumb, so it looks like it's, he's super okay yeah. with, with my idea. We use a squirt emoji a lot. Oh, let me see that. Now I, I'm starting to like these emojis, emoji game of yours. Let me see. What did you answer with a squirt emoji? Uh, what are we going to do later? Go on! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, weird. Yeah, and, I... and she sent that to Ski Ball, so that's what makes it really weird. That's her, uh, that's her boss. 
It's not that weird. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you said um, and taco the taco emoji I use a lot. Oh, you know. that's that's not surprising. Yeah. Well, we can't use eggplant. You know. I mean, whatever. Uh, hey, Biatch, I'm in the over 40 crowd, and I have one favorite emoji, and it's always the middle finger. Yeah, uh, see, yeah, I, yeah, I now love that's that one. Passive ag- that's a passive that, aggressive. That's just plain aggressive. That's, that's just my ag- favorite, though. Well, you're not there in person, so I can tell you to your face, so I send it to <laughs> hey, you, you know? Hey. If you are there, you know I would tell you, definitely. Yep. I mean, All right, love you guys. Love ya. Uh, all right, hello. It's like caveman talk. Kind of. It's like hieroglyphic. Hieroglyphic. Well, that's not going backwards. All right, thanks. Uh, Says the guy driving the frigging zombie apocalypse truck. I'm not going backwards. Probably because you can't go backwards in that it's thing. It's got no reverse. <laughs> <laughs> we thought uploading to the cloud uh, was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, J.J.O. Oh, greetings. Okay, so uh, the Toy Hall of Fame. We go over this every year, um, uh, and I love it. Um, the National Toy Hall of Fame revealed the 12 finalists for its 2022 class. Bug. Bug? Who says, who just walks in and says, oh. bug? Uh, I don't get it. <laughs> what don't you get, Josh? Ah! It's a building. <laughs> <laughs> that turns into a robot. <laughs> exactly. 32% of our parent surveys had kids like robots in buildings. What's fun about that? What's fun about that? Uh, great movie. Um, so the finalists this year are Bingo. I love Bingo. Very aggressive. We have a Bingo game. Uh, I'm aggressive with Bingo. you damn right I am. Yeah, you're, so that you were practicing there. Um, Briar Horses. Mm. I had a billion of those. What are those? Those little horses. They're like they're just model horses. Yeah, yeah. They're like semi-ceramic plastic. They're weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah very strange. And material. they'll have they'll like be like there's like a secretary one. Yeah, we, I, I think. The, yeah, we had the man of war one. Yeah, I never knew what those were even called. I thought they were just called horse. Hordes. Briar what? Briar horses. Strange. Is it? That was the name of the toy company. Um, it's the name, well, they're, it's, they come in like, it was like a yellow box. Yeah. Briar. And then it would say the name of the horse. Interesting. That's a trip. Uh, and I believe you can get a Briar horse made of your horse. Oh, now you're talking, dude. That's right. You know, I probably shot my sisters up with my pellet gun. We probably put it out on the picnic table and blew its head off. That's nice of you. Sister's a very patient woman. Mm-hmm. Light bright. Oh. <laughs> I love light bright. Catan or the settlers of Catan. I, I uh, uh, have great memories of light bright being under a Christmas tree. Our silver metallic Christmas tree. Yeah. Yeah, we had that. Uh, but then you had, uh, man, uh, shocked I don't have nightmares. Yeah, we had that spinning uh, uh, color wheel. Oh yeah, on the tree, which threw prisms out like a Pink Floyd record. Yeah, yeah, uh, which is probably the laser why laser light show. Right, and then uh, and then uh, and then I had my light bright there. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I could have burned. Overstimulated. To burn my retinas. <laughs> no wonder why y'all wear glasses. <laughs> like crap. Jesus, uh, Masters of the Universe. 
Uh, Nerf toys. Oh, yeah. The pinata. We were stuck with the Nerf football. That was all we had. Oh. Phase 10. Pound puppies. I had a lot of pound puppies. Racco. I don't know what that is. The spirograph. And the top. Oh, the spirograph's back. It, it, well, I mean, it's being nominated, but it is oh, also back. I love Spirograph. Hell yeah, dude. Um, I love my uh, uh, Tinker Toys. And uh, what was the wood version of that? The, the Lincoln log, Logs? Law, Lincoln Logs we had. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, what was the metal version? The the metal, you could build a metal. Erector set. Erector set. Yeah. We had that, too. That, ding, that's, ding, ding. that goes back to, like, the 50s. Man. Yeah. Did you have one of those, Paul? My older brother had the Erector set. So, when my grandson, Austin, was here... Uh, uh, recently in August for my son's wedding, we got out the Tinker Toys that we recovered from my mom's house when she passed a couple of years ago. Yeah. So we got a, like a 1962 set of Tinker Toys still in a in a tubular carton. Oh, hell yeah. Nice. Yeah. And we played with uh, bricks and yeah, a lot of fun. Awesome. I, got a, I, I think I got the Spirograph that I got when I was a kid too from my mom's game closet that I think that's downstairs as well. Oh, neat. Yeah. It's an original Spirograph from way back. Oh, wow. <laughs> but you could sell it on eBay for a pretty penny. <laughs> um, so the winner is going to be voted on by toy industry experts. Public voting is going on at museumofplay.org throughout the next week. Three of the 12 toys will wind up getting inducted, and they'll be announced November 10th. Uh, Catan was also nominated last year, along with Masters of the Universe and the Pinata, but they did not make the cut. The three that did make it in last year were the American Girl Dolls, Risk, and Sand. Sand? Just sand. <laughs> uh, I think my sister got a sand kit where you could do layers in a glass jar. Oh, yeah? That was a thing. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Hours of boredom. It was... we, had a... we were so bored as we kids. Had... I remember uh, <laughs> this is really bizarre we had a doll that you could it was a man but you could change its face i don't even know what the name of the damn thing that was sounds terrifying yeah it was like a, a head like a potato head but it was a man and you could it was like the man of uh, secret identity or something i don't know you could put a mustache on it and stuff i, I don't know creepy yeah creepy stuff yeah I don't know. I don't like the changing face, man. And then when spring came, the ritual of throwing a lawn dart over the house and hoping it didn't hit your brother in the face. Or hoping it did. Yeah, those were those were great times. <laughs> we would uh we would uh, uh my sister and I would get on each side of the house, a two story house, and we would throw the lawn dart over. And I don't know what we didn't even have an object to the game. I guess it was just not to get killed. The object literally was how close can you hit your sister with a lawn dart and not hit your sister with a lawn dart? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. How now, long can you pay attention? <laughs> <laughs> That's a, there was the object was to live. <laughs> the, the I've really never thought about it. The object was just purely survival. To, survival. <laughs> It's incredible, isn't it? Oh, my God. I shouldn't even be alive. I, I know. I should be sitting here with something sticking out of my head right now. I think about that all the time. I'm like, how did I not die of tetanus? It's like, son, got some bad news. 
if we take that thing out of your head, you're going to die. Right. We're going to leave you. We're going to leave the lawn dart where it is. I'm sorry. You just get struck by lightning like a some, million times throughout your life. Someday, <laughs> you'll go to the circus and be an oddity, and people will pay to take a picture of the lawn dart mm-hmm. stuck in your head. Mm-hmm. You're talking about jarts, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. We had two sets of them at our house, and what we would do is we would take those yellow plastic tubing that you made the circle. To yeah. Close. Sure. Right. We'd put two of them together and make a bigger circle and get like four times as far apart as we should and yes. just sail those things. Oh, dude. Like you said. It was all touch. You have to have touch, man. <laughs> I had to have the touch. My Uncle Squirrel has a brand new set of, uh, a bo- in the pristine box with the corners perfectly, uh, you know, not you know, dented in or bashed in a uh, set of lawn darts. Oh, I don't well. know what it's worth. They're illegal in this country. Right. He bought them in Canada oh, and had them shipped down. Yeah, dude. It's like it's more illegal than meth. I know. Isn't that something? <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> I think maybe if I thought back, it would have been fun to maybe like tape, tape a smoke bomb to the stem of the thing and light it and then toss it way out in the air. Imagine if we would have had the foresight, <laughs> Paul. Uh, pay attention. Imagine, <laughs> focus, Paul. Imagine if we would have had the foresight when we were a kid to take the first two-year editions of Topps baseball cards, a Schwinn crate pea picker, you don't know what I'm talking about, uh-uh. with the shifter, the three-speed, sure, and, uh, you know, with the small front, and then uh, uh, lawn darts, yeah. and uh, uh, first two ed- runs of Hot Wheels and put them in a time capsule. Oh, wow. We'd yeah. never have to work another day in our lives. You don't really work now. <laughs> it's accurate. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. We need PC2. Now, we talk about Guinness World Records a lot on this show, and I know it gets frustrating. Woo! Uh, that frustration, I believe, sometimes stems from jealousy. <laughs> wow. So we're going to go there. Wow. Having a great day. <laughs> uh, uh, British man and inventor, Kevin Nix. He's broken multiple Guinness World Records in the past. Oh, he's the guy that comes up with just any stupid record. Now he's looking to break the record for longest mobility scooter. Longest mobility, like a limo scooter? His, he's got a 22-foot-long mobility scooter. That's kind of funny. I'm Kevin Nix, the creator of the world's fastest shed. I hold a few Guinness records at the moment, and this year I decided I wanted to do a couple more. One of them, I thought I'll have a look at the world's longest mobility scooter. There's already a record at the moment. It's 10 foot 4 inches. So I thought, well, we've got to smash that, haven't we? So I built this amazing machine, and it's just over 22 feet long. Smash it. Man, look at this thing. I mean, I mean, I know, boy. Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, I guess. Kind of lame, isn't it? It's kind of lame. It's just like a long surfboard attached to, you've got a seat in the back. It looks like a bass boat. It could be cooler. It could be cooler. It's okay. But it's got two seats, so the motor's way in the back with a chair, and then you got the steering up front, and then you got 20 feet of nothing. It's just a board that Right. Uh, that could look cooler. I'm not that impressed. I mean. I knew you wouldn't be. He's got. <laughs> I'm not jealous of the mobility scooter. I really don't need it. Are you sure? 
I don't know. That's kind of lame. Don't you think that's lame? I think you could do it better. I don't. Uh, yeah, no, I don't care. Well, knowing you can do it, just all I got to do is get a longer board by an inch. Why? Uh, that's the thing. I could easily break it. I could I could screw two lawn chairs into a forty foot board and attach a little motor to it. Right. So who cares? Do I sound jealous? You do. I'm not <laughs> jealous. I, I, I'm totally not. It's just, why would I waste my time? I could beat your record, dude. Nobody cares. Jackass. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not jealous. Okay, maybe I'm a little jealous. <laughs> I know... I know uh, 20 guys that could beat that record by lunch today by by screwing some skateboard wheels onto a 40-foot board. They should do it. <laughs> Why? So they have a Guinness record. They don't. This doesn't matter. You don't. What do you get out of it? He That guy looks uh, like he doesn't have a friend in the world. He looks lonely and sad. See, look at what you're doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Who spends her time, you know? Kevin seems like a nice enough guy. I think he's a freaking dweeb. <laughs> but, hey, man. You have problems. I don't have problems. <laughs> it's just, it's so easy to beat that. Why? Then do it. Why, uh, why would I want to? I don't know. And then some guy will add another inch to his board, and then he'll take my record by lunch. I don't know. I don't. I don't understand you. I'm not the one who has a problem with Guinness World Record holders. All right, they're not. Uh, they just don't mean anything. They don't. N- nobody needed a 30 foot mobility scooter. Nobody cares. That really isn't the point of the record, is it? What's the point of the record? The point of the Guinness World Records is just that. It's just a world record for whatever. Um, am I crazy? It's not a necessity. Uh, I was at the gym yesterday, and I looked up at the TV. Uh, and I think I saw a flash of some guy broke broke the longest game of putt-putt. Was that in Madison? Or was that a national story? It looked like I didn't know whether that was Vitense or not. I couldn't see the 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 elephant's ass. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't see the giant bucky balls dangling over the putt butt. Um. So this is. Oh my God! Look at. This I think he guys. went twenty four straight hours. After twenty four hours, one hundred sixteen and a half rounds, fourteen thousand six hundred sixty four strokes, and almost twenty miles of walking, putt putt golf, a wrangler longer became the new home of Guinness World Record for the most holes of miniature golf in 24 hours by a foursome. Gotcha. Oh, a foursome. Father-son duo Chris and Cole Hetzel, mm. Tony Centers, and Bob Schrodinger. Good old Bob. Hey, Bobby. Powered Rah. through 2,097 holes <laughs> of their beloved 18-hole local course to smash the existing record by 657. See, that's more impressive being a foursome. I mean, you guys got to... You gotta, Move your asses. You do to get that many holes in, and then uh, and then that wasn't here, was it? No. Yeah. Let's see, 
a foursome on a putt-putt Kentucky, course. Northern Kentucky. Well, yeah, what else are they going to do? Right. And then they had to uh, uh, make their putts. They had to hole out before they moved. So to be official, all four had to hole out. That's actually impressive. And I know, yeah, it doesn't matter what your score is, but still, just to, the follow-through is impressive on that. Listen, staying up for 24 hours is impressive. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the deal. <laughs> yep. Sponsored by Red Bull. Um, I like that record. I can appreciate that. Okay. What do you think of it? I think it's great. We try to play putt-putt wherever we go on vacation. We mm-hmm. try to find I a do, place. too. Yeah. I always play putt-putt. Yeah. Just to get a little flavor. We found a great place. I think it was in Essie's Park. It was around there. Uh, six bucks. Boom. Totally. Boom. And the guy sat there and watched you, and he would make commentary. We were laughing so freaking hard. He was like a caddy. Dude, it was awesome. Or was he insulting you? A little of both. Yeah, the back off the back off. I think once he realized that we were in a joking mood, he kind of, you know. But, yeah, that's always fun. All right, good. We ended on a positive note with the Guinness Records. I hate it when you're salty about it. Uh, I'm not salty. You know who else has a great putt-putt course? It's really great. Is uh, Door County up in the Sister Bay? Okay, we're going to Door County. Yeah, they've got a really good one. We played okay. it just drunk off our ass. We had a we had a driver. Okay, we were freaking hammered. It was a blast. Like you took your driver to the putt putt. You know, we were at course, uh, or somebody drove you there. No, somebody drove us there. Oh. I'll, t- I'll tell you, we were at Al Johnson's watching the pack or the Michigan Badger game. Yeah, just freaking stinking hammered. Somebody said, "Hey, we should go play golf." I, and, uh, we, I think we all agreed that all we had in us was like forty minutes of putt putt. Nice. Before we all fell down and passed out. Perfect. Mm. Great course, though. I give it five balls out of five balls. All right, put him on my chin. Hi, how's it going? Hey, my my penis was in the Guinness Book of World Records, and the it? librarian asked me to take it out. Good. That's good. Your local librarian's very disappointed in That was you. very good. That's a good finishing move. We'll leave it there. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. Uh, did you know that the hottest chili pepper in the world is so hot it could kill you? Or you can listen to this one. Bears can smell your menstruation. I can smell your menstruation. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Let's talk about this Brett Favre thing for a minute. Uh, I heard he's an asshole. I Dude. didn't want to read too much about it. Um, this thing is ramping way up. Uh, what I see on last night. Oh, I don't know. I, some news channel was running. Him and the my pillow guy get arrested in the Hardy's uh, drive Dude. <laughs> dude. Tell me you saw the Hardy's tweet after he got <laughs> nailed at the Hardy's. Or they took his phone at the Hardy's. Oh, he my was, God. He was at the drive through and Hardy's tweeted out something like... Um, uh, hey, it's not all bad. Try our pillowy biscuits. <laughs> Dude, genius. Give that man a raise. I saw that story and I was like, Danger has to be having the best time with us. Mike Lindell, put that asshole in a straitjacket. Oh, my God. He's so nuts. Get it off my television. Uh, Brett Favre in the welfare in Mississippi and the volleyball arena that got, mm-hmm. that got built. This one's getting... 
This this is a gross story for Brett Favre. Listen. And it's not getting better because now they now the evidence is coming out. And if it, you didn't think Brett Favre was white trash before, you will yeah, now. Yeah, you will now. And it should have been an indication about look take a look at his family. So first of all. And secondly, so, uh, his crocs and his spongy wiener. <laughs> the uh 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 the fact well, you have you have to know the facts for the story, but I think most people know that he got paid a million dollars, which he gave back. But in the end, you're like a lot of people go, "Well, he gave the money back, so why is the story still a thing?" Well, then you try to keep it. Then, then you have not been following <laughs> the story. The money, literally, it has a lot to do with it. But now it doesn't have anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. Now it's the cover up. Right. It's always. It's always X X Nixon. About the cover-up. Yeah. The cover-up's always worse than the crime. Newly revealed text messages show how deeply a Mississippi governor, the ex-governor, was involved in the state paying more than a million dollars in welfare money. And it was a lot of money that went to Mississippi. It was like, isn't it like $6 billion went well, to, sure. to Mississippi alone? Welfare money. Well, they still need more. You ever seen Mississippi? But now you start following uh, the flow chart on how this money. So uh, Brett got a million to do these, which now is a scam. These these radio spots, those were never going to happen. That was the cover. Right. Okay. Right. Instead of the money going to low-income families, it was funneled through a nonprofit group and spent on a new $5 million volleyball facility at a university where the football star and governor both attended. Uh, one of the texts, this is this is the dirty right here. Okay. The text. One of the texts from uh, 2017 showed Republican Governor Phil Bryant, who left office in 2020, was on board with the arrangement. The state is suing Favre, alleging they misspent millions of dollars in welfare money. The director of the nonprofit ple- pled guilty to criminal charge in Mississippi's largest public corruption case in decades, and Favre got a piece of it. The texts were in documents filed Monday. So this just came out Monday in state court by an attorney for the nonprofit known as the Mississippi Community Education Center. Messages between Favre and the center's executive director, Nancy New, included references to Bryant, the governor, the past ex-governor. New, who was leading the nonprofit, pleaded guilty in April to charges of misspending welfare money, as did her son, Zachary, who helped run the nonprofit. They await sentencing and have agreed to testify against others. Favre has not been charged in criminal wrongdoing. He should be. Don't you think they're building up as much as they can? And we'll see if she sings, which she's probably going to to save her ass. Bunch of turds. Because ultimately, it's just Brett Favre, who's got... $400 $400 million in the bank. He's like a kid out there. So, uh, ripping everybody off. The text. He's, <laughs> he's like a kid out there stealing your welfare money. <laughs> Just left. Let's see, here's one of the texts. This is new to a lot of people, these texts that came out, which is which are devastating to Brett Favre. Right. Unless you're a big fan. <laughs> you don't care. Has then, anyone checked on Snuff? Oh, dude. Oh, dude. Forget about snuff. Uh, Quote, just left Brett Favre. This is Bryant, the ex-governor, texting. Can we, and this is then to, uh, this is him texting uh, New, the one that's going to jail. For the, she was the one running, the director of the nonprofit. 
just left Brett Favre. Can we help him with this project? We should meet soon to see how I can make sure we keep our projects on course. That's a fancy way of saying we still going to take care of the poor people, but we got home. He needs a volleyball court. Right. So we can put his name on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. That. Okay. So she responded, I would appreciate having the opportunity to follow through with all the good things we're working on, especially projects like Brett's. This is government welfare money. The poorest state yeah. in the nation. Their drinking water is brown. Right. But well, we need to make sure we take care of Bert. <laughs> Later that day, New texted Favre to let, her, let him know she was meeting with the governor. Uh, Favre responded, I love John so much. Oh, my goodness. And you too, Favre responded. The text also showed discussion between Favre and New about arranging payment through the nonprofit to Favre for speaking engagements, with Favre then saying he would direct the money to the volleyball facility. Favre played football at the university located in Hattiesburg before going to the NFL on anyone. His daughter began playing in the school's volleyball team in 2017. Mm-hmm. According to a doc, you ready for the uh, smoking gun? Why not? According to court documents, Favre texted New, her, the one going to jail, quote, if you were to pay me, is there any way the media can find out where it came from and how much you gave me? <laughs> yep. Sure is. Dude. <laughs> Turns out. So she responded, quote, no, we never have had the information publicized. I understand you being uneasy about that, though. Let's see what happens on Monday with the conversation with some of the folks at Southern. Maybe it will click with them. Favre replied, okay, thanks. The next day, she texted Favre back. Wow, just got off the phone with Phil Bryant. He's on board. We'll get this done. Favre responded, awesome. I needed to hear that for sure. I don't know why he worded it like that. News uh, nonprofit made two payments to welfare money to Favre. The athlete's business, 500000 in 2017, 600000 2018. She texted Favre again. Nancy, Nancy, Santa came today and dropped some money off. Thank you. My goodness. Thank you, Farf. Texted. Yes, he did. New responded. He felt you had been pretty good this year. Attorneys for Farf not returning or responding to any uh, uh, messages about the texting. Now, he did pay the money back, but the look. Hey, they can't find out about this, can they? So the radio spots never but happened. The speeches never happened. Right. The only reason the money got paid back. So not only were funds diverted from welfare to a volleyball court, a shiny, spectacular volleyball court right. facility, Favre would have kept his million dollars. Oh, yeah. And he, in his text, did not want to make sure, want to make sure it was all under the table. Right. <laughs> you probably shouldn't put that in a text. He looks... Super bad. He should probably, and I don't know if that meets your uh, uh, threshold of, of of breaking the law, but it pretty blatant, pretty damn blatant, and the cover up is always worse. Always than the actual crime. Always, but I mean. <laughs> Like, the fact that he knew it was so shady. Right. So let's say for an example, here's an example. Say I'm going to go rob a quick trip on Schrader Road. Don't. And I ask you to drive my getaway car. But I ask you, if you get caught, you're not going to tell anybody I robbed the quick trip, right? Does that make sense? Yeah. 
I always ask if the cops are going to find out before I rob something. Right. <laughs> if you're doing stuff that that's it's that under the table and you're sending a text about it, mm-hmm. you're a big old dummy. But he is dumb. Mm-hmm. He ain't the sharp tool out the shed. He got wearing them Wranglers too tight, cutting off blood splat of his brain. So the the good old boy is also a good old, uh, what do they call it? What's the word these days? A grifter? Is a grifter accurate? I don't know. Where the rich just keep. It's weird. With I, I always, It's weird to me when people with that much money do things over and things like this for a million dollars. It's almost so, so when you think about it, the million dollars was almost like a fee to Brett just to use him to funnel the money to the volleyball facility. That was like, well, here's a million dollars. Like you'd think there would be like. And you'll be the face of the volleyball fundraiser, but, but it's coming from welfare money. Right. Like couldn't he have just done like three legit jobs? Right. And made a million dollars. Right, right, then, right. Yeah, I don't get it. But it's rich people. So things. the text proved that he was not fooled. He was not hoodwinked. <laughs> the dummy knew. <laughs> the the dummy put it together. Right. <laughs> Anyways. I know I think that that a hole uses that whole oh shucks kind of attitude uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. to get away with well, a lot uh, of stuff. So so this is strike two. He sent a dick pic. And now he sent a text that says, nobody's going to find out you're uh, giving me $13 million for a volleyball facility. Right. He's 0 for 2 on texting. Yeah, he should probably just stop. Take his phone away. (laughs) Brett Fraud. Excuse me, is Brett Fraud in? Hello. This is the FBI. Anyways, I don't know if they, uh, he's Brett Favre. I don't know if the FBI got him in a Hardee's drive-thru and took his phone out to find a text. It's racketeering. <laughs> this is what they get the mob on. Uh, yeah. it's, it's racketeering. Uh, well, yeah, and if they can prove wire fraud in any way, that's usually what they put you behind bars. That's how they got Billy McDonald and all that stuff. Right, right, right. They, but I swear to God, he's like some sort of golden child. Brett Favre. Yeah. Yeah, right. That's why I wonder how far it could actually go, how much... Right. Who knows? He's he's pretty untouchable, but the texts are pretty... For some dumb reason. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Well, the, the, the governor, the ex-governor is claiming stupid that uh, <laughs> well. he's playing stupid as can be. <laughs> Brett Favre, what, who? What? I, I, no, Never I, heard of him. I, we're, we're just trying to help the campus. So anyway, that's where that's at. Not, not a good look and actually illegal. And right. the lady that funneled the money to Favre is probably, unless she busts some balls, is going to go to jail for a very long time. Right. So they're like one witness away, being her, to probably nailing Favre. Whatever that might look like. I don't know what that... Oh, probably where Lori Laughlin won for... Camp Cupcake. Camp Cupcake. <laughs> it's... Dude... It's so much money. They, it's like, like thirteen million dollars, a million here, thirteen million here on six billion. It's pennies. I know. It's freaking pennies. It's insane. It's insane. 
You get a volleyball court. You get a volleyball court. Right. You get a volleyball court. All right. Anyways, I'm not trying to ruin Brett Favre. He's doing it to himself. You can ruin him. It's fine. So anyway. Don't let anyone talk you out of it. Good stuff. Good meaning. Oh, I know. (laughs) I know. It's It's it's, so juicy. It's just. It's, and he's he's just it's just more of the same more of the same stuff just, all he is is rich white trash you, know, dude. you just think you look at all the charities and the help and all the uh, um, you know how they try to help people and it's just legal fraud until they get caught it is I that's know. it's the non over here in Jersey we call it the nonprofit way replay today the JJO morning show podcast get up. With Johnny and D, JJO. Part of my tough stance on immigration, oh. Taco Tuesday will be changed to Pizza for Thursday. Hey! I like pizza pepperoni, mozzarella, and anchovy. I like pizza with tsunami, eggs and cheese and origami. I like pizza with tomato. I like pizza. We like pizza. Yesterday afternoon, Taco Bell reminded everybody that the Mexican pizza returns today. The return comes after a two-year hiatus that resulted in pushback from Mexican pizza fans, including Doja Cat. She made a viral Mexican pizza TikTok. That's all it takes. Um, So uh, they returned it in May. They were like, oh, yes, it's back. But then it ended. Because they ran out of the necessary ingredients. Right, right. You know, supply chain. Um, so if you had the app, you were able to pre-order the Mexican pizza uh, starting a couple days ago. Now, in response to that, oh, Pizza Hut uh, introduced the new Italian taco. Uh, it describes the Italian taco as featuring a hand-tossed taco shell stuffed with classic marinara sauce. Melted mozzarella cheese and whichever fillings you choose, from pepperoni to jalapenos. Um, so it's like a slice of pizza folded like a taco. Like a like Get a it? soft pita, though more like a quesadilla uh, 
consistency. Not a hard taco show. Um, hand tossed taco show. Yeah, there you go. So that sounds kind of good. Uh, unwilling to fold to the competition. <laughs> Pizza Hut's cheeky Italian taco can be enjoyed by anyone simply by folding over a slice of pizza taco style. Yeah. They say uh, no one out pizzas the hut, so there they go. <laughs> it's kind of fun. Uh, yeah, right? I uh, I enjoy the banter between the corporations and such, the poking and prodding. Um, no one's going to beat Hardy's tweet of the week. Oh, uh, right. That's just right. They picked so up uh, Mike Lindell's uh, cell phone at a Hardy's drive-thru. Because he's a traitorous asshole, but not only that, his pillows suck. But not only that, uh, his pillows do suck. I, I tried I, it. Uh, yeah, I did too. And you know what? It's the dog's pillow now because it's big. It got lumpy. Um. So did your mom. I know she did. I knew that was coming too. And you know what? That didn't stop you from shoving your eggplant in her. Uh. What was I gonna say? Slap this against your face, Jude. Oh, no, the uh, Hardys. So uh, Mike Lindell's in line, and they take his cell phone. Because you know the whole fake elector thing. It's somewhat against the... Because he's engaging in treason. Somewhat against the whole idea of the Constitution. But anyways, uh, beyond that, uh, uh, Hardys tweeted out... What was the tweet exactly? You should if you, if you now think that, that you know we exist, this, you should try our pillowy biscuits or something like that. Yeah. yeah. See, in the old days, they wouldn't have done that because they, they had to be PC and they don't want to offend anybody. And right. Now it's, it's like all bets are off. Dude, uh, hands down, and I know all you know this already, but uh, the the best managed socials are Quick Trips. Definitely. I mean, yeah. That girl, I think her name is Paige. Who's ever in charge that she's? They are not paying her enough. Whatever they're paying her, she's fantastic. Oh, is it Paige? That's her. That's the. I think that's, that's her. The, yeah, the I think point that's woman. her name. Yeah. I can't remember for sure. A buddy of mine knows her, but I mean, just yeah. Quick Trip should hire some kid like twelve years old. It's just a genius with emojis and just reacting on the taste of pizza. Just you know, just that that childlike magic. Let him run the socials for Quick Trip. Keep, just keep it simple, Can you man. Not recruit children on the air, please. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, now that's JJO news. Figure it out, asshole. Throw them in a dark basement. <laughs> you know, finding emojis. For uh, my tip uh, for the weekend at Whiskey Jacks, I'm going to have the uh, garlic pesto flatbread with some some crumbling feta. Get a little Steve in you. Yeah, little. Get yourself a little Steve in your mouth. Stuff some Steve in your mouth. <laughs> Yeah, Whiskey Jack's 1230, uh, but yeah, grab their flatbread. That's the best uh, tip. That's the only tip you need for the weekend. Sweet. So, what else? That's it, dude. Hey, man, there's something pretty funny I caught this morning. You in a hurry, or are you going to poo or uh, We're late, and yeah, we have to get Dan on the air, so. Uh, yeah, I can wait. You know time. Time. Uh, Ferrari had dropped yesterday the first look at their SUV. Dumb. <laughs> I hate it. I haven't even seen it. <laughs> look at well, look at it here. It looks like a you know what it looks like a mouse. It looks like a computer mouse. It does. Now I hate it more. Now, uh, how much you think that thing is? Just uh, it's four oh, doors. For Christ's sake! It's got a V twelve in it. It's like seven hundred fifty horsepower because you know that's what we need driving a quick trip. 
I don't know, a three. I'm gonna say three seventy. It's almost four hundred thousand dollars. There we go. Yeah, yep. you got an eye eye for. Uh... Well, I figure because they go like a Ferrari is like usually like what two twenty five to five hundred thousand. Yeah, some of the top end Ferraris yeah. are about. So and this is brand new, so they're gonna be like, brand oh, new. we can really stick it to them. It's kind of like uh, 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 weirdly. And I shouldn't even be talking about this because I can't even. Poor people probably should not be talking about crap they can't afford. Oh, I do it all the time. That looks like. If I talked about the things I can afford, what are we going to see here and talk about ramen? (laughs) Sounds like fun. (laughs) Let me tell you about these rainbow colored wristbands I bought at the Dollar Tree. It's unbelievable. I mean, I, I love them. My wrist has hives all over it, but <laughs> I, I think they were made with poison ivy. Not important. This is four doors, seven hundred and fifty horse, and it looks like it looks like. Uh, oh, this is this is. Uh, I don't think I. I don't. Ferrari doesn't advertise with us. I think we're okay. You think it looks like a Mazda SUV? Yeah. You know the what are the what's their? I don't know what their codes are. The Mazda are. Whatever, it doesn't matter. X something. It looks like a Mazda SU. It looks like they ripped off a Mazda. It's Yeah, uh, it's not worth 400000 friggin' dollars. It's like they took three different Ferraris and put a lift kit on it. And uh, there it is. Now it looks like a Mazda. That's so funny. Who needs? Well, it's not about need. It certainly is not. Because if you own a Ferrari, you're only allowed to buy this if you've already owned a Ferrari. That's the, that's how they keep the, the resale down. So they don't get cheap mm. as they get passed down. Mm-hmm. So they, they, they're very uh they're very anal about that. But yeah, like four hundred and fifty pounds of torque at two thousand RPM. Are you kidding me? How fast can you kill your own family? It's a CX, I think. A Mazda CX. Whatever. Anyways. That's dumb, and they never should have done it. You know who you're going to see driving that thing around? Who's that uh, D-bag at that church in Texas? Olsteen. Olsteen's going to have three of them. It's to get closer to God. Yes. I'm going to jump a ramp, and I'll be closer to God. Yeah. Unbelievable. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 94.1 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO.